Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to us on the iHeartRadio app. You can also find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Thursday morning, we appreciate it. Thank you for that. Because we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we were talking earlier in the show about the news out of Cleveland. Deshaun Watson is done for the year. You know, there was a real push on social media uh, to let everybody know. Definitely wanted to keep playing, definitely wanted to keep trying, all that stuff, even though it is a legitimate injury and probably not necessary. But they felt the need to go ahead and continue to push that out there to let everybody know that he wants to play, he was hoping to play, and unfortunately he got the right medical advice this time and he is going to be done for the year. So then they make the decision afterwards, Dorian Thompson Robinson is going to be the starting quarterback for this week against Pittsburgh. He was called into duty uh, pretty late notice when Deshaun Watts and determined he couldn't go the first time around against Baltimore when they played him. And so DTR is going to get the opportunity this week. And then you've got P.J. Walker, who has struggled, who is going to be the backup. And so people are throwing out these, you know, Andrew Barry, the GM there, said, yeah, they're going to look into adding a third quarterback. Well, Rob Gronkowski, uh, he decided to chime in. And uh, he was on with Kay Adams on the Up and Adams show, which, uh, you know, they like to you know smear it around a little bit and, and discuss some football topics and, and whatnot. And so Rob Gronkowski. You want so much credit for that. What like do you mean? You just did. I just, I don't know why you do this. What do you, what do you, no, I'm just saying like they, you know, they're throwing it around a little bit there. And Rob Gronkowski had an idea for maybe what Mac Jones should do and how it relates to the Cleveland Browns. If I was Matt Jones, well, okay, listen to me out. He's not 
he's not respected in New England. Coach Belichick has played all these games with him. Bailey Zappi isn't even close to being on Mac Jones' level. You should never, ever sit Mac Jones. You tried it once. You tried it twice. It's not working. Now he's doing it again. He won't name a starting quarterback. He's not respected there. I think Mac Jones should ultimately, even right now, should just go ask for his release. If you're talking to me about what he should do, ask for his release. And then if it's granted, he should go sign with the Cleveland Browns and start a new career right there. So... There's the uh, potential solution for Cleveland. Now, I, I, I thought it was most noteworthy that Bel- He's Belich- taking shots, Belichick's boy. getting it from every angle nowadays. Yeah, he is. Dude, it's it's yeah, odd, is. though. Like, I didn't think they had a bad breakup. I, I remember they tried to trade him, and he said he was going to retire and yeah. all that, so it stopped it. <laughs> Which, but is that – I mean, uh, they, they must not have had a good departure from one another. That was shots. He was taking shots. So I don't, you know, he almost he almost sounded like he could have went as far as to say they don't have respect for each other, Belichick or Mac Jones. Right. I mean, it it just seemed like it, it just I don't know. I felt like that was more shot at Belichick more than anything else. Well, let, let me just go quickly poke holes into why this would never work. OK, for starters, Mac Jones is in his third year of his rookie deal. And the Patriots, after after this season, make a decision on picking up his fifth-year option, which I think we'd all agree they're not going to pick up his fifth-year option. And remember, that rule changed most recently where now, once you pick up the option, it's fully guaranteed for that year when you exercise that. It didn't used to be. It used to be for injury only, okay? So that's forced a lot of teams to change the manner in which they handle picking up the fifth-year option when you have to make that decision after a player's third year is on a first-round deal, okay? So they still have him under contract for another year. The reason why you wouldn't cut him and just outright let him go to Cleveland from New England's perspective is maybe you can trade him and get something for him. And I know people are probably going to say, well, what's the trade? It doesn't matter if it's a sixth or seventh-round pick. It's better than not getting anything for him and just outright releasing him and going the rest of the year with Bailey Zappi. So there is value, no matter what anyone wants to admit and say, of still keeping him on the roster to then either trade him and let someone else make that decision on a fifth-year option or someone else who might give you something back in return for Mac Jones. So, so there's that. From Cleveland's perspective, I mean, you signed Deshaun Watson to a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed deal. What, like, what's that deal for Mac Jones even going to look like? What's the future for Mac Jones in Cleveland going to look like? There is none. At best, he would play out the rest of the season, and then Deshaun would come back next year when he's healthy. Like, that's the quarterback they've invested in. They're not going to give Mac Jones some record-breaking deal or sign him to something that would be you know, enticing in, in any manner. It's probably one of the reasons why, if, even if they're looking at a veteran right now, you know, one of the things you're probably concerned with is how much you've got spent on a quarterback position right now. And for a guy who's not playing, but he is your future. So... The truth of the matter is, is like you're not going to invest a bunch in that position. You've already done that. So it, it really doesn't make any sense. Um, and I, that's why I think when I hear those comments, like I think more about the breakup of, of Rob Gronkowski and Bill Belichick than I actually do any validity to what he's saying. I wonder if Mac Jones is a starter in this league after this season. 
I wonder if he's in in New England and if he's a starter in New England or if he's somewhere else and if he's a starter somewhere else. If you were to trade him away, are you trading him away to be a starter somewhere else? Has he given us any any reason to think that he would be better somewhere else? Uh, he, um, he's had I, I think the comment would be, yeah, he's had moments, but I, I think when you look at this year and the amount of teams that have needed a backup quarterback, I, I think there's going to be a premium put on that. And especially maybe for a year with a team that feels like it's a contender and a guy who is viewed as a smart player, he hasn't had a lot around him. I mean, this has been his worst year. He's still completing 65% of his passes. He's going to end up throwing for somewhere over 3,000 yards. I mean, his, his rookie season was probably his best when they went 10-7, and seven, and he threw for 3,800 yards. So that was probably his, his best year. And I know the, the past couple haven't been great, but he's been in an odd scenario too. Matt Patricia was his play caller. I'm not sure how teams are going to view that decision by Belichick and what that year looked like last year. And then there's the jerking in and out of being the starter. You know, I think they'll probably look at the situation and say, well, he doesn't have a lot of help. And on top of it, they keep pulling him in and out of games and, and that whole situation. So I definitely think teams will still see value in him. But to your point as a starter, probably not. I mean, they're, they're going to be trading for him to provide depth at the position, which you need when you look at all these starters getting hurt. Yeah. The Gronkowski Aaron out Belichick is interesting, though. Like, because I, I look, I know that Belichick and the Patriot culture and all that is, you know, tough and you've got to kind of fall in line. It did feel like Belichick embraced Gronk because it's not like he was just antic free when he was in New England. And all of a sudden, he cut loose when he got to Tampa. I mean, he made his name for himself as being the guy, the goofy dude. I mean, he dented the Super Bowl trophy, you know, playing baseball at Fenway Park. Like, it's not like Belichick reprimanded him from doing all that. So to hear him now take this approach and kind of air out Belichick, telling Mac Jones, You're disappointed in him? No, I just wonder, like, what what's that about? Like, why now is everybody deciding this is the time to go after Belichick. Like, we've got well, doorbell I mean, cameras coming and out. And Him I mean, and come Tom on, Brady are really close friends, and it seemed like there was, like, this little competitive rivalry between Tom and, and Bill Belichick during his time there, and then once he left. But, and then they went together. He pulled him into Tampa Bay, and it was like, now it's us against the world. I don't know. I mean, I don't know that it was malicious. I mean, it just was a shock. You could take a shot at somebody that you like, you know, in the media, in front of everybody <laughs> while you're losing. Can you? I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> I Like, the Belichick. What, did you guys think it was malicious? I, I thought there was a little bit of something to it. You know? There was some malice yeah, in there? Just, it, just, it makes you think there's a history there of, again, how things ended for Gronk. And, I would agree and, with that. And, and I think, I, I guess how I look at it, and I can't recall when, when Gronk was kind of finishing his time there. You know, I'm sure he would have rather sat out training camp, sat out the early part of the season and signed with the team and, and come in late. Like, he probably would have, could have stayed there, would have finished his career there, maybe if Bill would have allowed, allowed him to do that. But, like, Bill's never I – I can't think of a player he's allowed to do that. You know, whereas mm-hmm. other teams are kind of open to that, like saying to a guy, hey – you know, get yourself, stay healthy. We'll bring you on in the back half of the season so we can make a Super Bowl run. 
Like, and Dominican Sue is a guy who, like, is always kind of, like, looking for that opportunity, signing that one-year deal, and then making his way to the Super Bowl. Like, he did it last year with the Eagles, right? He's a mercenary. <clears throat> yeah, but, like, he's done incredibly well, yeah. obviously, performance-wise, but performance-wise in the, in the bank account, too, and, and, and handling his business that way. And so I think there's teams that are open to that. There are teams that aren't. And there's nothing wrong with it, but I, I do wonder if he would, if he had hoped for something like that, and maybe did. It just seems like there's there's more there to the story. That's all. Yeah, I would agree. We got to mm. get to the bottom of this, Lee. Can we get Gronk on uh, next segment? I mean, if we can't get Gronk, we'll just take Albert Breer. Like that's not a problem. Like we'll we'll adjust here. On I the mean, Albert would know, right? Like, I he can provide so. greater context to all this. Yeah, I think so. I think Roger that. Although he's probably still a little bit hurt about what college football did to the playoff rankings this week, you know, based on uh, Ohio State getting jumped for being a rat and diamond out Michigan. So, listen, Jeez. we'll get uh, we'll get to all that stuff here with Albert. Can Rear. you propose that that is the reason why they dropped when it comes on? One hundred percent. We can we can get him all fired up with his answer. One hundred percent. And okay. and you know I'll lay it on real thick, and I'll pretend yeah. like we had nothing to do with it. When like nicely buttered bread. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred um, percent. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. All right, so coming up next here, yes, we're going to uh, stir the pot a little bit. We are going to stir the pot a little bit and try and get Albert Breer all fired up about Ohio State dropping in the rankings. Oh, and also we're going to find out whether or not there's a coach who could be fired before the end of the season. And that's yours next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Listen to Comeback Stories. I'm Darren Waller. You may know me best as a tight end for the New York Giants. You may also know me for my story of overcoming addiction and alcoholism. You may have heard a few of my tracks as an artist or a producer. Uh, and you may have seen the work that I've done through my foundation. And you may know my friend and co-host Donnie Starkins as well. He's a mindfulness teacher, a yoga instructor, a life coach, a man fully invested in seeing people reach their fullest potential. And we've come to form this platform of comeback stories to really highlight not only our own adversity, but adversity in the lives of well-known guests with amazing stories. Catch us every week on Comeback Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, Albert Breer is in. He is a senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer. He is the pride of Ohio State. Albert, good morning. How's your Thursday? I'm great. I'm great. How you guys doing? We're good, we're good man. We're just dropping. We're dropping one on you. You know. Yeah. Like just dropping I, in. I like it. I like on it. a Thursday. And Albert, I think this is the last. I think this is the last time I'll talk to you guys before Ann Arbor. So. Well, I mean, listen. I. Wow. I, I Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, because it's a holiday next yeah. week. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Albert, what your thought, and I'm a little surprised that, that you're as, as good a mood as you are right now based on the fact that, you know, we have it on, on good authority. Snitching. And by good authority, we mean uh, we're stirring this up on this show here, that Ohio State was dropped in the Snitching. polls this week because they ratted out Michigan. <laughs> they ratted out Michigan for the sign-stealing stuff. Is that true, that they're being punished for that? I don't know. No one might... No one likes to snitch, so yeah. I don't think so. But, okay. uh, but you guys can go with whatever you want to. All right. You don't, you don't think there's any validity to that, that maybe they were dropped because you know they might have dimed out Michigan for that whole sign-stealing stuff? I, I, you know what? You know what I, I actually think that it was because Georgia looked really, really good. So I'm going to take a positive <laughs> approach to this. And, yeah, I think it's because Georgia looked great against Ole Miss on Saturday. How about that? That is true. How, how about the fact Georgia's looked great for three years? Like, it's like, why, why are we <laughs> – like, yeah, I mean, I, I know they've played some close. I know they've played some close calls, but hasn't every team, probably with the exception of Michigan, for the most part? Like, well, I just I think what's, you know what I think. So, you know what's interesting about it, Brady, is like I've thought about this, like in how um, you know, like I, I, I talked to Nick Sirianni about this actually a few weeks ago, and what it's like now where the Eagles get everyone's best shot, and so sometimes some flaws pop up or some issues pop up. Because they're every team's big game now, and it hasn't, and it wasn't that way its first two years there. So, I mean, that's a tough environment to live in. You know what I mean? Like, if you're Georgia, like every single team you play has that game circled. You're everyone's big game, you know, and you're the biggest game on everybody's schedule. You're the measuring stick for guys going to the NFL. You know, if you're an NFL prospect, that's the tape that scouts are going to pull first on you. I mean, it's. I, you know, I give Kirby Smart credit because 
to be able to keep his team focused and locked in and able to deal with that on a week-to-week basis is really, really impressive. Yeah. I mean, A.B., go go ahead, too. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was, how, I, how, I was was gonna... that, how was that for steering the conversation away from the snitching? Yeah. Good? Yeah, no, well that, was, that, that was fine. That was well done. I was going to transition to we, we were just talking about and touching on kind of the New England situation with listening to yeah. sound from Rob Gronkowski to saying what Mac Jones should do. Let me start off by just asking you kind of twofold questions there. Where do the Patriots go now with Mac Jones after doing what they did this past week? It feels like that whole situation's broken. And on top of this, like, do you have an idea of of what's going to play out now where Bill Belichick could go next, assuming he wants to coach and he's not in New England next year or after this year? Yeah, so starting with Mac uh, Brady, I – I, like I don't think it's so much, and you know, I, I don't think it's so much just that he's not playing well. Um, that's that's hurt him in the locker room. I, I think the biggest problem is how they see him repeating mistakes, and how they've been sold this smart, game managing, efficient quarterback, and they're not getting that. And you know, like how a lot of things are getting blamed on everybody else. And you know, like I think people in that building would tell you, we have receivers open. Like it's not all the time, and we don't have Jamar Chase or. Justin Jefferson out there for him, but like there are answers out there, and he's not getting to them. And you know, if you want to dig a little deeper, the mistakes that he's making in games have shown up in practice, and defensive players have called it out. So it's, I think, a combination of things that's caused um, not just you know like the other the coaches, but you know some of his teammates to lose some faith in Mac. And I think that makes it tricky going forward. If you have, if next year's coaching staff is led by somebody who's on this year's coaching staff, I think Mac's got a tough road to hoe as far as sticking in New England. Like, if it's Gerard Mayo next year, I think they – I think there's a decent chance they move on from Mac Jones. Um, now, as for Bill, I would say with Bill, um, you know, I, I, I think it's more likely than not now that, that, that he's not the Patriots coach next year. I thought at one point, and I think I, I said this to you guys, I thought at one point there was a pretty good chance that maybe, you know, Robert Kraft would bring in a, um, a personnel man and basically leave it up to Bill and say, listen, you know, um, you're not going to report to this GM, but this GM also isn't going to report to you. You guys are both going to report to me, and we're going to change the structure here and then see what Bill does. At this point, I mean, it, it seems more likely to me that we might get a clean break, no matter how they dress it up, whether it's a firing, a retirement, a resignation, however that works. Um, and I'd be surprised if Robert, at some point on the, over the next two months, if it hasn't happened already, you know, doesn't go to Bill and say, how do you want to do this? And do we want to make an announcement in December? And how do we want to make this look? And, you know, at that point, it'll be up to Bill whether he wants to draw a line in the sand and say, no, just fire me. So I can go somewhere else, or if he wants to, you know, have a more amicable separation at the end of the season. And I, and I, the last thing I'd say, and I know that there's a lot here. Um, the last thing I'd say is I, I haven't talked to anybody who knows Bill really well who doesn't think that, you know, he. Oh, oh, it happens, dear. I mean, every time. There you um, yeah, you're, you're, we, we, we uh, missed you're that. Go ahead, you're back. Go ahead. Guys, guys, it had been a while since I'd had a problem. Yeah. I know. We, we, we missed out on the most important part, unfortunately. Okay, so I think, I, I think Bill, 
everybody I talk to that knows Bill well thinks he still wants to coach. So how do you manage that separation? Are the Patriots insistent on getting a draft pick? Does Bill make the Patriots fire, fire him because he doesn't want his new team to give up a draft pick? So if Bill decides at the end of the year he still wants to coach, that's where things could get a little awkward. And, you know, again, like I think it's going to be on, on Kraft and Bill between now and the end of the season to sit down and, and have some sort of meeting on, on how all this is going to happen so it doesn't get um, as messy as it could get at the end of the year. That is wild. I kept asking, is he on the hot seat? Um, let me let me ask you this about, let's keep it on quarterbacks. Um, Deshaun Watson, he's, he's yeah. having season-ending, uh, you know, surgery on his shoulder. He's only played yeah. six games each year. Yeah. Do you feel as though, do you feel as though, I mean, if if we were to look at any other quarterback that was brought in as a starter that's only making six games in two seasons, th- generally speaking, you would have a lot of conversations about what direction you're going to go in. How do you think Cleveland is going to handle this with, uh, you know, with Deshaun Watson? Well, they don't have much of a choice, Lavar, because of the contract. You know, I mean, I know they've sunk $92 million into 12 starts. I think this is the number, right? Um, That's crazy. But because, because of the structure of the contract, because it's fully guaranteed, um, there really isn't anywhere else. They, there really isn't anywhere for them to turn here. I mean, they just sort of have to keep going forward and, and hope that he can stay healthy and hope that it works. And I think there were signs that um, this thing could be going the right way. Um, the Tennessee game, last week's game, um, you know, the comeback win against the against the Ravens, being able to, you know, go 14 of 14, um, you know, in the second half of that game, there were good signs. But now, you know, you've got health questions. So, uh, you know, I certainly think if they hadn't sunk everything that they sunk into them, both financially and from a traffic standpoint, um, over the last, you know, you know, when they did that two years ago we would be having bigger picture conversations. The thing is, the organization really can't get out of this at this point unless they want to eat. And I think it's, I don't have the number in front of me, but close to $150 million over the next three years. Um, Albert, 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 yeah. I mean, so what I'm saying is, because I get that part of it, are they even able to maneuver to get somewhat of a legitimate backup, or are they just stuck with what they have? Like, if he were to get injured again, if he were to get injured again, well, this season, even next season, if he were to get even the season after that, what, like, what are you really able to do if you had to go in a different direction, not based upon financials, but based upon his health? Well, you draft backups. I mean, you draft. I mean, like that. And they did that. To be fair to them, they did that this year. They spent a pick on Dorian Thompson Robinson, and I believe he went in the fifth round. So you know, like maybe next year, you know, and and we'll see how DTR plays the rest of the year. But um, maybe next year it's a third round pick that you're spending on a quarterback. Like if you want, like a uh, a financially um, a financially workable solution on your roster um, as a back, as a backup quarterback and somebody that you can turn to, you almost have to do it through the draft. 
um, you know, mm-hmm. really solid backup quarterbacks aren't cheap. So, I, you know, like they know what they have in P.J. Walker, which is why they're going to, you know, a run with, with DTR now and see if DTR is in a better position than he was when he got in, you know, a couple months ago. Um, but, like, the only way, like, you can really do it, LeVar, based on where they are, is, you know, you either spend seven, eight, nine, ten million dollars on a backup or you keep drafting them. And based on where they are from a salary cap standpoint, my guess would be the solution would be to keep drafting them if they don't think that DTR has a chance to be a long-term solution, at least as a backup. Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Get him on Twitter slash X at Albert well, why Breer. Why don't you ever include the fact that he's he's the uh, chief content strategist as well? Like you never include that as part. That's of That's right. Yeah, because he's a humble guy. I don't think he wants all his credentials but out you there. You don't include it. I'm just okay. saying you should give well, him the props. I mean, he is the lead content strategist at the MMQB. Lead. I like to yeah. keep a low profile, Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Can it. Can we change it to Chief next time? Chief sounds yeah. like higher up than lead. What's up, Chief. Yeah. yeah. Chief content officer, maybe? Yeah. yeah like, Someone yeah. like CCO? Yeah, CCO. Yeah. There you go. I uh, like it. That, I like it. Albert, how bad is this going for Frank Reich in Carolina? Because it feels like Ooh. he's walking towards the yeah. end of the ship and he's seeing the water and it's like, all right, who's pushing me? Is it going to be David Tepper? Is it going to be Scott Fitterer? Maybe Fitterer's going with me. It just seems like this is not going well. Yeah, that owner's not easy to work for. There's no question about that. And there's going to be pressure on everybody in the building. And I think one thing that amps it up to some degree, I mean, I know people there who, you know, in December and January and February were being asked by Tepper, are we sure it's not C.J. Stroud? Because, you know, what he looked at was, you know, a quarterback in C.J. Stroud who was more of the prototype. And the football people kept saying, no, you know, like, like, like Bryce is a leader, Bryce is a leader, Bryce is a leader until they made the decision to take Bryce. Now, I, I, I want to be clear here. Like, we don't have final answers on either of these guys. As good as CJ's looks, we've seen guys look good out of the gate and flatline. As shaky as Bryce's looks, we've seen guys struggle out of the gate and get better. But right now, it doesn't look very good. And we know what David Tepper has tried to put into getting the quarterback right, the resources he put into it. Obviously, the trade last year, hiring Frank Reich and making everything about trying to get the quarterback position right after sort of stumbling around for a few years and not getting it right. And so I think at the very least for the GM, Scott Fitterer, for the coach, Frank Reich, it's really imperative that they come out of this season with Bryce Young looking like he's on the way up. And that doesn't mean that they have to finish the season on a four-game winning streak or any of that, but... I think, you know, for those guys to be completely safe and for there not to be a clean sweep on the table, I think Bryce Young has to look like better week to week and look like going into 2024 he's an ascending player. Because as of right now, that's not where they're at. Yeah. I mean, it, we'll, we'll have time to talk to, to talk about that stuff uh, once we get closer to the draft and see where they're, they're selecting in the draft. But. I do want to ask you about Buffalo. Well, they won't be in the they won't be selecting in the first round, Brady. Right. No, I'm just curious if they would go back into looking at a quarterback, even if, depending on this class and some of the second round. But yeah, um, yeah. The the question's more of Buffalo and the decision they made to move on from offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. Uh, we've done like an elaborate breakdown of how this compares to 2021 and that lull they had in weeks nine through 14 when Brian Dable was there. 
Just talk to me a little bit about where you see this thing going. They've got a tough schedule ahead. It, it seems like there's a lot of issues going on right now, and, and Ken Dorsey ended up being the scapegoat. Yeah, I think that that's fair. Um, you know, and I think it's sort of, to me, like what they're looking for isn't like that dissimilar to like what John Harbaugh did um, in Baltimore in 2012 um, when they fired Cam Cameron halfway through the year. And I, and I don't think it was like that the offense was in complete disrepair, but they needed to create a spark. And, and Jim Caldwell did that for them, and they wind up going on to win the Super Bowl. Uh, that, I think, is what they're looking for. And I think that they believe that Joe Brady, who's, who's really organized, who's really can, smart, who's inventive, Can we pause there for a second? I, like, so we're using the yeah. one example of a team that did it and went on to win a Super Bowl. How many other examples of there that teams that did it that it didn't work out, Albert? No, there, there, there are a lot. There are a lot. So, yeah, no, I think you're right. But I'm just trying to give you an example. I'm just Like I said, Brady, I'm, I'm trying to be positive here. Yeah. yeah I got you. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, but that would be the example. Look, I, here's the thing. Like, right, like I, I think that there's pressure on everyone in that building right now because where they are, like, and I hate talking about windows with a team like them because I think their windows as long as Josh Allen's there. But – for this particular group of players, like, it, it's a fair question to ask. Like, Tredavious White will be 30 next year, and he's coming back off an ACL. Stephon Diggs is turning 30. Um, you know, like, obviously Von Miller's older. The guys they've invested in there are older. And so there is urgency to try and make it happen with this group of players. And we saw how good that group of players looked um, earlier in the year against the Commanders, against the Raiders. Um, against the Dolphins, right? Like, there was that three-game stretch where they looked like the best team in the league. And so can you get back there? I think that's the question. And um, I think the move this week is indicative of the pressure that's on the people there to make it happen with this group of players. And to make it happen despite major injuries to Matt Milano, to Tredavious White, to important people on the roster. And, um, you know, I certainly think, like, if things keep going the wrong way here – like, there could be bigger picture questions asked by ownership. So, you know, Sean McDermott's now turned over both of his coordinator spots in less than a year, and we'll see what happens. You know, Albert, before we let you go, I, I did have a question, just kind of randomly throwing this out there. Do you think at the end of the game this weekend between Ohio State and Minnesota that the Buckeyes will have won by more than 27.5 points? big number jonas i don't know what do you think i mean, I mean they, they they could be looking ahead to that that game the following week you know and, and actually on they that topic be, though albert on that topic I don't, you, you, I, don't, I don't know i brady i i thought i thought kyle mccord looked kind of frisky on uh on on, on saturday <laughs> night State. so yeah i might i might i might i might give you those points jonas okay. yeah hey real quick albert just on the harbaugh subject because you you have been involved in the nfl where you've been through and seen a lot of different legal matters do you think he coaches either this weekend or for the big one coming up in um, two weeks it's brady one thing i would say um is that the irreparable harm argument is going to be really important here? I've covered, I mean, I've covered way more like TRO hearings than than, than I than I would have thought I would when I got into doing this. Um, I, I would say judges hate involving themselves in situations like this, and so I think Jim Harbaugh has a solid argument in court. But my experience has always been that judges cannot stand getting involved in these sorts of matters 
and they hate giving preliminary injunctions. They hate giving temporary restraining orders. So where we could all make those arguments that, and the totally sensical arguments, that there is irreparable harm on the line here and that like Jim Harbaugh should be allowed to coach while the process is ongoing. I can just tell you that my experience, like having seen the way that the courts work, is that they do not like issuing TROs or preliminary injunctions. We'll see what happens. Get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer. He is the senior NFL reporter. And most importantly, he is the lead content strategist at the MMQB. Albert, always good stuff. Uh, Who knows? Probably not next week, but we'll figure something out. And then uh, the next week after, good talking to you as always. Are you going to go to Ann Arbor? Maybe by next. After these suggestions, maybe next week I'll have a new title for myself. Oh, how about that? Albert. Are you going to Ann Arbor? I don't think so. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. Oh, all right. You are, though, right? Yeah. You're definitely. Oh, yeah. There. I'll be there. All right. I'll be there. Well, listen, Albert, uh, we'll figure all this stuff out. We'll get everything scheduled. Uh, he is the great Albert Breer joining us here every week on Fox Sports Radio. Brought to you by Discover. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you've never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Up next, we close up shop with another edition of Unity You Out, and it's yours right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. That'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. We are going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow for a football Friday here, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. And before we get to another edition of You In or You Out here on this Thursday, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know if they're in yeah, please. or if they're out. All right, lead the lab. What do we got? Guys, it is one of my favorite days. It's National Fast Food Day. All right. And to celebrate that, one story I found is that McDonald's has partnered up with Crocs. Releasing limited edition Crocs themed out. after all the different characters out. that you can find from the Hamburglar, out, man. Grimace. Out all the way out. Yeah, I'm out. out I'm out with you. get a classic McDonald's clog. I'm, I'm more of a Wendy's guy, you know? Yeah, great point. I am too. Guy. So I'm out. Hey, I'm well, out. let me just ask you a question, though. Uh, so you get all the characters on these Crocs. Which character would you go with? I'm going the Hamburglar. Hamburglar's good. feel like uh, it would it would match with more, you know, black and white. I'm looking at him. I would maybe go Grimace. Purple isn't my color, but I like the design. Yeah. I'm going with Mac tonight. Oh, yeah. The Moon Man. Yeah, the Moon Head. <laughs> That's right. What else we got, Lee? Well, we're, we're talking Wendy's. We got a few Wendy's items I'll pull up here for you. We got Frosty Cream Cold Brew and Strawberry and Frosty. Had These it. are their awesome. New the strawberry one's awesome. If you haven't had it, you got to try it. Uh, they do coffee? They do a cold brew there? Yeah. Oh. It's good. You can get anything on a Wendy's menu. Chili, baked potato, baked square burger. Chicken sandwich. I the mean, burgers are legit. Never frozen. I mean, Never frozen. Dude, you're not too biased or anything on this, are you? No. Uh, I, I will say this. I grew up in Dublin, Ohio, which is the headquarters of Wendy's. It is where they're from. It is. It is the very first from. one was right downtown what Columbus. Up, Wendy? Across from they uh, still, Kosai. Don't they, st- don't they still support, you know, what you guys got going on, too? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, who doesn't? But it runs deep for well, me. I mean, it's not, you know what it's I mean. not, but it's not right. like a. I got you. It's not like that. It's like I grew up with it. Like I remember yeah, when we were uh, yeah. in like yeah. junior high, we had this class. I can't remember what it, what even we were doing, but it, like it was like we had a stock market project, and like if you won, you got to go to Wendy's for lunch. And so our teacher took us for lunch for like back to back days because me and a few other buddies were in the class. We've. We've, we've finagled a way of basically like picking some winners. So now that being said, are you guys in or out on dipping your fries into the frosty? And your frosty? In, I'm in on that. Um, yeah. out. I'm out. Come on, you got to separate I'm in on that. It's disgusting. It's like one of the only times that I'm in on something as weird as that, but I'm in on that. It's your weird ass. Yeah, you guys won't put a weird McFlurry ass. on top of your McDouble. No, we won't. No, hell no. Did did it ever take you a while to get over the square burgers? Or was that just natural for your brain? Square's the beef! Well, the the difference is, again, it's never frozen. It's always fresh. So it it really never bothered me in the first place. I mean, I grew up where 
you'd make burgers in different ways. You ball them up, and then you'd use like a little handle to smash them down, make some smash burgers oh, that way. Smash so, burgers are tremendous. Like the, the way the burger was made didn't have any issue for me because if you make a burger, you, you're the one putting together the meat to ball it up or create the shape you want to create. Yeah, I'm not shape racist. So, I like, I'll take square, round, doesn't matter to me. I'm not going to see you're more square anybody. anyway. I mean, wouldn't you be more racist. attracted to that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm all about. Wouldn't there be shapeless more than just? <laughs> well, anyway, okay, never. Mind. Yeah, damn, all shapes uh, and sizes. Guys, also Chucky, moving on, keeping the theme shame. going. Chucky e. Cheese has gotten rid of all their animatronic bands after the Five Nights Whoa. at Freddy movie has come out. They've only got one more band in the country, and it's right here down the street in Northridge, California. Billy Wait, Bob what? forever. What did, what did the Freddy thing have to do with? Well, it's gotten a bad rap. It makes the uh, makes them look haunted and violent. Yeah, like they, they they haven't because been all the these movie? years. After the movies come out, yeah, they've decided to disband the uh, band, the Chuck E. That's Cheese crazy. band. That's crazy. I mean, I'll never go to Chuck E. Cheese ever again. Then that, I mean, what else do you go there for outside of the video games, pizza, and the band that's playing? Like, right, come on, flat beer. Jeez, Sam! Oh, wow. <laughs> you had what? You had one bad <laughs> beer and a Chuck E. Cheese, and you're airing out the whole chain. What's wrong with you? What else we got, Lee? Uh, that's about it for today, you guys. All right. Well, so you're saying that we're out on this show? We're out. Yeah, saying? we are. Yeah. Damn. We're out. Out! I'm out! Oh, 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 O'Reilly! You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.